is now serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Now Serving with Chris and Jess. That's right. It's the podcast where we serve tea, tea being the truth or our versions of it each and every week. We have some fun tea this week, I think, some fun things to talk about. And um, well, let's just get this party started. Chris, can you please put the kettle on? Oh, wow, it's ready so quickly. It's ready. So it's like it's like we were prepared or something for this. And I, I think right on schedule, right on, it never fails. <laughs> And if you listen to the podcast or you have been listening for a while, you would know that this has been a part of the podcast <laughs> since uh, since the beginning, I think. Did we play that? I think we played that in our first episode. We did. And can I just say that because this is our 51st, 51st episode, last week was our 50th episode, we kind of took this little trip down memory lane. And because <laughs> I am such an emo teenager i obviously listened <laughs> to the first episode that we ever recorded and it is so funny because we're still the same people but we're totally different and the kettle was the kettle was right on schedule then too i can't believe how reliable this kettle is <laughs> it's always set. oh my god wow <laughs> just like that <laughs> just like that <laughs> so funny uh-huh. mm-hmm. stuck with us through thick and thin mm-hmm. um and yeah, so if what's really cool is I remember like we had this like huge heart to heart after we recorded last week's episode, the 50th episode, because it was <laughs> such a special occasion. It was a special milestone for us. And then, yeah, like yeah. I was posting it and sharing it with more people. You did the same too. Yes. Um, and it's really cool because a lot of people have sure listened to it and, and we've got some cool feedback and, you know, I've heard a lot from, from those people, but there were so many people that I just kind of assumed knew that we were doing this, but didn't. Um, yes. I don't know if that happened to you, but for, for those of you that are listening, maybe this week for, for the second time, if you listened last week, or maybe we're binge listening to some episodes like officially <laughs> welcome thank you thank you thank you for 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 listening mm-hmm. it's really awesome we've we love feedback so please let us know if there's something you'd like for us to discuss or if you would like us to play i mean put the kettle on more often just let us know and we can make those things happen because we're the bosses yeah <laughs> seriously we are <laughs> Anyways. Speaking of the boss, <laughs> Jess, okay, Jess is the the queen, the boss, everything. I have a I have a a horrible segue. I have um a quiz for you. Oh. A fun little quickie celebrity quiz. Wait. So quiz? Yeah. Oh. I have a quiz this week this for you. Is so a new, a new thing is for this us. A, This is a brand new thing. Is this like this is kind of I don't know. This is an alert. <laughs> this is major. This is major. This is. So I'm going to give you three hints. And then at the end of the episode, at the end of this episode, um, I want you to try to guess which celebrity I'm I'm trying to, uh, I guess, hint at you or whatever. <laughs> I can't even talk. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is uh, someone that's famous in Hollywood. Um, I'm not going to reveal a lot of information, but I'll say this. Um, They have a daughter. It's not Oprah. Okay. They've never been married. Okay. Who, the daughter or the person I'm guessing? Uh, The the person you're guessing. Okay. They have a daughter. Okay. They've never been married. Okay. And they claim they've never done uh, drugs. Mindy Kaling. So you can't, I'll, I'll reveal it at the very end. You can think about it. What? If that's your first guess, I'm, I'm not going to say yes or no right now. Actually, I will because Wait, I feel is like. Is it a male or a female? I'm not going to say. Can I ask questions? No, okay. new rules. I can okay, ask questions and you can answer yes or no. Okay. Is it a male or a female? Is it a male? It's a male. Oh, 
so it's not Mindy Kaling. No. Oh my God. If it's not Oprah and not Mindy Kaling, then who could it be? We'll discuss um, oh, after. Is it Andy um, from Bravo? Wait, he has a son now, doesn't he? Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Not them. Okay, we'll think on this. God, now I'm not going to be able to concentrate through this whole thing. <laughs> I wish that this was live so that I could phone a friend. Can I phone a friend? Jordan. Think- yeah, where's Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to answer. Usually they have the heart being like, Thump, thump. in the background like oh my god he's not gonna answer and then they answer and you're like hey i'm a millionaire okay um who <laughs> you know <laughs> i know what you mean there's so no ridiculous. money there's zero budget for that mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah. think on that okay. I'm, I'm very curious i mean okay. if, if, if you everyone listening if you have any ideas i mean you can tweet at us or you can fast forward but i'd highly recommend just listen to the entire episode and uh and yeah, playing along. So let's do this. Okay. All right. So okay. Um, can I guess? Is it oh god. Is it Barack Obama? No. Okay, no more guesses. At the end you can at the end you can guess. I'll give you three Ugh. more guesses at the very end. These are the new rules. At the end, I'll give you three more guesses well, and then I'll reveal who it is. I just can't think of anybody else except for Oprah, Mindy Kaling, and Barack Obama. Well, we'll, we'll talk more at the end. Who could it be? But we Who have a hasn't lot of- done drugs is my question. Well, I don't know. Well, you I do, do know, know, actually. I do know. Oh, my God. This is giving me serious anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll discuss at the end, but we have a lot of other hot topics, so Mm -hmm. let's take a quick break, and then, yeah, we'll be right back. (laughs) Podbean is now serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash now serving. And now, back to the podcast. Uh, so back in our younger years, and by our younger years, I mean just a couple years ago, <laughs> Chris and I used to used to attend a number of local sports games and regional sports games as well. Uh, and this week, I saw some interesting headlines and a, an interesting story. So I really wanted to get your opinion on this, Chris, because mm-hmm. this is something that we have both actively participated in. And I think we might have to pause and think about if we have done the right thing historically and how we proceed going forward. So, Oh, my gosh. Me, I'm scared uh, now. Have I done something wrong? I want to. Okay. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> I'm scared. Let the record show. <laughs> This is going to be on the internet forever. Okay. I'm worried. It's, it will be on the internet forever. However, do not worry. Okay. Um, All right. So earlier this week, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Utah Jazz were playing in Utah. Wes- Russell Westbrook, who is a well-known, well-respected uh, basketball player and athlete, was in a game and a fan two fans, a husband and wife, were hurling insults at him, apparently, allegedly about his family, and um, were just pretty persistent with with the insults until finally uh, Westbrook had enough when I guess they said, get on your knees like you're used to, which I'm not quite sure what that's in reference to, but it sounds submissive. (laughs) And yeah. and he lost it. So there's this video that's been circulating online and everyone's talking about it, how he, um, you know, basically was like, I'll fuck you up, fam, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and essentially defending himself. And he was fined by the NBA $25,000, which is no which is no laughing matter to me and I'm sure not to him especially because I feel like he shouldn't have paid it but anyways um 
he was fined $25,000 and, you know, the media is all over him. And he released, released an official statement where he was like, I'm not sorry for what I did. Um, I'm sorry if people were offended, but I have a clean record. I have always been a stand-up person. Um, I have nothing on my record as far as domestic abuse or anything because I guess the fan came forward and saying like he's gonna hurt my wife and all this all of this other stuff it's just like a big it's like drama mm-hmm. TM. Yeah. <laughs> there's big time drama happening here and what I'm wondering is we've both been to sports games yes historically yeah. we've participated in cheering we've participated in jeering when is where do you where do you draw the line what is something inappropriate and what is something tolerable hmm. or expected or even celebrated i guess yeah thoughts? yeah so many thoughts and because I, as you're talking about this i'm picturing me i'm picturing us and picturing uh, a lot of people that i know at these mm-hmm. these sporting games uh these these basketball games that we used mm-hmm. to uh to attend and I I can hear some of the things that that people said and I am thinking about shit what have I done um I think like sure things that I've done like I've uh probably made like inappropriate gestures uh to (laughs) to players like definitely try to to distract the away teams things like that um and I mean I think a lot of fans do have I ever like yelled something that's you know racist homophobic uh, you know, derogatory in, in, in some way, like, no, I, I definitely haven't done that. Have I been with people that have said th- things, uh, like I just mentioned? Um, I, I have, and so I think that's something that actually it, it bothered me at the time. Um, and it, uh, and it, I don't think that should be accepted at all. And I think that also makes me part of the problem because did I stand up and like, you know, stop some of these comments that uh, people I'm with watching the game have that we're saying. And um, I didn't, I think I probably should have, if I could go back and be like, yeah, that's fucking like, don't say that. Um, This is what I think. I think there is a, a, a line in my mind that, that I can see where there's like good comments and bad comments. Um, at, at games like I think if a three-year-old <laughs> would yell something and, and cheer something and an adult does that like I feel like that's a good maybe uh, way to, to to gut check if what you're saying is offensive or not if you're mm-hmm. cheering if you're saying things like mm-hmm. like miss it or um, <laughs> like <laughs> or, or I don't know like very like harmless <laughs> things but that, that are still distracting the players go for it. I think that's an important part of sporting events. But if you're saying things about, you know, their family, um, personal attacks on, 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 on certain things, like, no, don't, uh, don't say that. Like that's, you couldn't say that in public and not that you would like tell someone to miss it in public, but, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. You're not going to get in trouble. That's not like a, a hateful thing. Um, so if it's something hateful, don't say it. But I, I think, that's part of sporting. Like you, you can yell like mm-hmm. things to try to distract mm-hmm. players, but be nice about it. Ish. Ish. Right. So <laughs> kind of just like, don't be an a-hole is what you're saying. Like, I think yeah. like a harmless, like boo or like, if a three-year-old would say it, then yeah, then you can say it. Yeah. I mean, there's you probably some crazy three-year-olds that should yeah. say things that yeah. are saying things that shouldn't, but yeah, that's uh, what are your thoughts? I, I think the same thing. I think that some people take it to a level where it's almost a, a game for them to see how they can incite someone else um, or how they can provoke someone to the point of like, I knew I'd get under their skin eventually sort of thing. Uh, I just think that while fans can certainly enhance a team's performance, there, you're right. There's a line that that can get crossed. We've this was consistently an issue when 
I worked in sports where people would say, there are people in this section who are saying some really inappropriate things. And I often came across people who are saying, well, there's no rule that I can't say this. So if you kick me out, I'm going to da 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 And I think more and more uh, leagues in all different kinds of sports at all, all different kinds of levels are introducing fan codes of conduct as well as player codes player athlete codes of conduct as well. Um, And I think it's really important because nobody should have to perform under something that might otherwise be seen as like a hate crime or it's just really inappropriate, really inappropriate, anything racial, anything that's ableist, anything that's homophobic. Um, it's really too bad. And it happens more than I think people would think. Again, working in sports, I saw this happen quite often. And I think that sometimes people aren't even aware of how offensive they are. And I think that unfortunately, it, it will take stories like these that are high profile for maybe uh, the the wider population to understand that it's just really won't be tolerated or accepted. And I'm, I'm actually really happy that the NBA did conduct an investigation. They dealt with this swiftly. It was like 24 hours after the game aired and this whole video went viral that they had released a statement saying the fan was banned for life from all different events at that arena as well. Um, just because not everybody should be entitled to enjoy a game just because you pay money for something doesn't mean you own someone else. So I'm glad to see that, you know, these, these sorts of things are happening where people, maybe, uh, leagues and, and leadership within different organizations are taking the necessary steps to protect the people that work for them, because at the end of the day, this is a job. So, I'm happy to see that. Have I participated in mean-spirited cheering in the past? I mean, perhaps. <laughs> I have never, of course, said anything. <laughs> never anything uh, like a hate crime. No- never anything race- racist, homophobic, like absolutely nothing yeah. like that. I think that maybe sometimes I have said things that I knew about someone personally or things that I had heard or whatnot um, I remember that I, I remember like 10 years ago, was it 10 years Jeez. ago? It must've been anyways, whenever Chloe Kardashian and Lamar Odom were married, <laughs> when Lamar was at the, when Lamar was at the, uh, when he was shooting a free throw, uh, the whole stadium started chanting ugly sister. This was before Chloe had kind of had, went through her glow up transformation, which she has always been a yeah. beautiful woman, I, I think. But apparently she was the ugly one of the sisters of Kim, Courtney, Kendall, whatever, all the, the <laughs> K's. And um, <laughs> and people were yelling ugly imagine. sister to him? Yeah, the whole yeah, the whole arena. If you Google it, I'm sure it will still be there. Of people chanting ugly sister. And everyone was like laughing. And I remember thinking, like, how awful. Imagine how awful Chloe feels. And that's just it's too personal. Yeah. I think. And yeah, really too bad. And I I even know recently, because as we all know, Chloe has a type. She likes to date basketball players. And so the her most recent relationship that she had with Tristan Thompson, I remember when they had this whole scandal come out recently that fans were booing him, calling him like a cheater and a liar and this and that. And I remember thinking, this isn't right either. Like, even though I agree, he is a cheater and a liar and a piece of shit. <laughs> Just because you agree with it doesn't mean that it's deserved. Agreed. Right? I, yeah, but it, I can certainly see how that would get under someone's skin. But that doesn't fall under the like homophobic, racist, whatever. I think we have to just ensure that you can't talk about someone's family either. Or can so you? here's I my thing. Know. Was he on the TV show? Was he on Keeping Up with the Kardashians or did he not appear? I don't know. Like I don't watch the show. I think he's like in on it here and there when she when they're like because- – at home 
hanging out sort of here's my thought on that like is it appropriate to call someone like ugly and stuff like that like that's no that's that's fucking ridiculous but if he did something bad if he cheated and and did this and it's like on the tv show or something like that like you're putting yourself out there like you know what you're doing you know this is going to be on you know public display like i don't know for that i i I guess I don't really have that much sympathy for for him or, or the situation. Well, me either. I still th- yeah. But <laughs> I just want to make it clear that I think he's a giant piece of shit. Anyways, go <laughs> but on. But no, so I think like in situations like that, like this is a whole different level of of celebrity. And if not that it's right to to get involved with with their their lives necessarily in their business. However, mm-hmm. if you are on a show that's a reality show about your life um i I mean like you're walking into that i mean true and i think that if you in this particular case because i think it's almost sometimes a case by case analysis if you're dating a kardashian you cannot ever escape unscathed it's just how it is yeah um if you cheat on one of those girls chris jenner will ensure she'll come like, after you well you know the devil works but chris jenner works hard so, <laughs> uh, i i think that you're right like if you're gonna be dating somebody of the most famous family on the planet and cheat on them so sloppily and everything else then fine you made your bed lay in it yeah um but i i remember when she was married to lamar i was like this is so unfair to her first of all because whatever but it's like almost i don't know i can't remember if he sunk those free throws or not but i don't think that's very nice i certainly wouldn't want anyone to say that to me i know a lot of athletes that i talked to in the past would often say things like that would motivate them like you think you're gonna blah 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 so it kind of maybe has almost a counter effect but i don't know I feel like, too, that they probably, you know, psych themselves up for that. They know what they're going to hear. They have to probably think of those, like, worst case, you know, scenario, like, things that they're going to have yelled at them. Right. Um, And so they they have to be able to use that or or find a way to block it out. Not that it's right. I I, I don't think. I think, like I said, I think, like, if a three-year-old can say it, then, (laughs) then you're probably in the clear. But I mean, don't be like saying racist, homophobic, you know, hurtful things about people's appearance. Like that's just that's fucking nuts. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think. Would that you say we, like you can, if you? Oh, sorry, I was gonna say like if you you wouldn't yell that to someone going down the street. Hopefully, um, if you do, if you would, then that's a whole other story. But like, right? How, why does that make that right in a stadium? Right. I guess yeah. there are some different rules, but yeah. Yeah, it's really fucked up. I don't know. I don't know. I think what's also unfortunate is that Russell Westbrook has to pay $25,000 for for standing up for himself, essentially, and for addressing that fan. Because if he hadn't done that, that fan would have still been allowed back in the building. So why – I can see if if a player was unprovoked in – harassing someone or making a threat or this and that but quite frankly if this fan was making hurling racial slurs at him then good he should stand up for him and it should be addressed and he does have the right to stand up for himself and i don't think that he should be charged twenty five thousand dollars for that no. either it's kind of ridiculous so i think the nba needs to rethink <laughs> their position on that i understand the need for professionalism um, and for composure, but this is yeah. no, yeah. no. You best believe if somebody said anything like that to me about my family, my heritage, my race, my my sexual orientation, whatever, I would also be furious and addressing it head on because we all know that if you just go to whoever, make a complaint, file a complaint, like half the time. That stuff doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And plus it generated this great conversation for <laughs> us. Pay us the $25,000. Yeah, we'd love that. Russell, we really need it. And we're trying to go on vacation. So 
What does everybody <laughs> else think about this? Because like I said, when I worked in sports, this was always a divisive issue. Half the people I talked to said like, deal with it. If you can't put up with this, you if you buckle under pressure, that's on you. Don't be an athlete. The other half of the people are like, absolutely not, blah, blah, blah. You, this will not be tolerated. Nothing should be hurled. I personally now don't jeer at all at a game unless, of course, an athlete interacts with me first and says something rude. Um, but then I will stand up for myself. But it kind of just goes back to that thing. I just cheer when good things happen. I don't say anything bad when I think it's – I just I just don't anymore because I just don't think it's it should be a part of it. But what do you think? Tweet us at Chris Kregman, at Trey Posh, or at Now Serving PC. PC stands for podcast, of course. And we would love to hear everybody's opinion on this. And I think we're, we're almost a little, we differ a bit in this, Chris. A little bit. Yeah. How yeah, unique. Yeah, we do. Because you, wow, it's like we're, we're so similar, but different. Yeah. We're like two best friends. But I don't even know what I'm about to say. I'm like too sick right now that I can't think. So let's just go to the commercial and we will be right back. Now Serving Podcast is supported by Zencaster. Zencaster allows us to record in two different locations plus interview guests without sacrificing audio quality. It also makes recording a breeze. Join today and use promo code NOWSERVING to receive 20% off your first three months of service. And now, back to the podcast. All right, welcome back. So this past week, something we use every day, every single day, um, turned 30 years old. Which is pretty Happy young. Happy birthday. I know. Happy birthday. Who is it? So it's the World Wide Web. So on March 11th, 1989, um, Tim Berners-Lee, who is a computer scientist, sorry, who is a computer scientist, I should say, um, created uh, or he coded up the foundational technologies for the World Wide Web. I can't fully explain what that means. And I think I'm pretty good with tech, but I can't fully explain what that means. But he, uh, you know, developed kind of like the concept for it and how um, the foundation of this would work. And I was thinking, Jess, do you remember this sound? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Boy, do I ever. Boy, do I ever. Triggered, right? <laughs> you know who else does? My mother, when she would pick up the phone wanting to make a long-distance call to one of my aunts, and I'd be, like, on the internet, and she'd be like, get off the internet! I remember when that remember would... back sh- in the day when you had to choose one or the other? Yeah. yeah. And if someone picked it up, like, it was off. Like, you were, you were screwed. You had to... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. dial back in yeah. and did it take a while for you like i remember like if you were disconnected like you were waiting at least another like two minutes to get reconnected yeah at least. and remember the little like paper would fly across one end to the other when it was like trying to connect <laughs> yes i do so crazy <laughs> jesus oh yeah well, oh yeah those were the good old days mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i can't believe what was your first like memory of using the internet like, do you remember, like, your first experience using it? Like, where was it? What was it? Um, I don't really remember, to be honest. I remember that I was away at summer camp, and um, I was exchanging addresses with all the kids and all the girls in my cabin. Like, email addresses? or like addresses okay, okay, and okay. one of the girls was like I have email and I was like what because <sighs> I had heard all this stuff about there's this thing called email now oh my god I haven't thought about this in so long it was like 1995 and it was just hitting like the mainstream where everyone was getting email for work and like hotmail was a huge thing yeah. and um, and I remember she was like, I have an email address. And then next summer when I went back, everybody had an email address. So it's just like, I think that's one thing to think about is how quickly 
the internet change the way that we interact with one another it was I I just remember that being like whoa yeah (laughs) and my first ever email address was all about love 16 at hotmail.com stop (laughs) (laughs) Uh amazing yeah what about you do you have any great first memories What's so funny is I was just like really thinking about it as we started, you know, recording this segment here. Mm-hmm. I will remember um, because I we got a computer at home, I would say like a few months after I think I first like used the internet at school. Uh-huh. We had computers in, in elementary school and like played some games, but I remember we got like newer computers and the cool thing was they could like connect to the internet. It was crazy cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um. But I remember, um, like, it was pretty restricted, obviously, what we could go on. I think I would have been in grade three or four when I first, I don't know if that adds up, but that's what I remember. Um, But I remember going to uh, Shamu.com because I was, and still in a weird way, was obsessed with, like, killer whales. Um, And you could watch (laughs) the shit. Yeah. So you could watch the Shamu cam, which was like a live webcam in their whale tank in Florida. It was so pixelated and it was so slow. Like I think it refreshed like every like 20 seconds, if that. So like, oh my God. You, I mean, it did not move fast. You were seeing things pretty slowly. But I remember being so like fascinated and amazed by it. Um, and that was like in the early days, I talk as if this is like years ago, but I guess it is. Um, I remember thinking like, this is the coolest thing. Um, and I also remember like when we got a computer at, uh, at home, I remember I would check out like muchmusic.com, which is kind of like Canada's equivalent to MTV if you're listening outside of Canada. But I remember like checking their website um all the time I don't even know what I did like you couldn't really watch music videos or anything on it back then like no I just look at it it's weird the the main function the internet served for me in the early days was MSN messenger yes and that was the way that I could flirt with boys and you know I would obviously sign in as soon as I saw someone that I like sign in so that they would see me sign in. I'd be like, <laughs> yes. and like waiting for them to message me. Uh, and then that quickly evolved into uh, MySpace. And mm-hmm. my MySpace page was popping. Let me tell you, I was so like obsessed with the song that would play when everyone landed on my page. Like I, was, I refreshed it every day, changed it constantly. I didn't want to be put inside any sort of box. So it was always like a different <laughs> genre. Be like, of course. Welcome to my page. It's Frank Sinatra. Welcome to my page. It's like, I don't know, Nine Inch Nails. Like it was just like so, I just remembered like trying so hard to be like not this cookie cutter girl. And well, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh-huh. such, I totally remember that. I don't know. I don't know if we were ever friends on MySpace. We've known each other for for years. I don't think oh we were. I don't know if we were friends on I, MySpace. I feel like we were. <gasps> Actually, I think we were. Yeah. I'm remembering. I feel like it was near like maybe the end of MySpace. Yeah, right before Facebook. Yes. 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 We yes. Mm-hmm. It was so yeah, such an interesting time. Remember, yeah, like changing the layouts, things like that. I totally oh, get yeah. where you're coming from with like the music. Who's in um, your top five or your top nine or whatever it was of your friends? Like, remember how you had to put, like, arrange the profiles? Mm-hmm. Who your top contacts were? It was, like, a very cutthroat. I want to say, like, old school medieval sort of throwback and, like, who's going to make the cut? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's just such a weird thing to think about. (laughs) But like, I'm trying to think too, like when I go back, like I think about like in those days, like what did I actually do when I went online? And a lot of the stuff I did like (laughs) earlier, I was like, like literally just like sat there on a chat, like uh, on, on MSN, like, Mm -hmm. like you didn't do much more. Like you had MSN open and you just like chat with people. Yes. And it was like, Hey, what's up? Like, like what like it was just it's weird to think about now like yeah i guess we kind of do that now with our phones and like text messaging and things like that but it's not like you just like sit there 
all night staring <laughs> at your phone like you're doing other things too um yeah yeah i remember totally weird. i remember i made a survivor uh, fan <laughs> website it would have been for like season like two or three <laughs> and then I tried to do it for I actually it wasn't Big Brother. I did it for do you remember the TV show The Mole? Anderson Cooper was the fucking host of The Mole. Do you remember that show? Um I'm, I'm shocked by that. I can't believe Man, you're you're getting seriously triggered right now by all of these memories. And I just can't wait to see what else comes up. Keep going. <laughs> um, I'm Googling this right now. If um <laughs> I, I'm shocked with I need I'm going to post this on my my Twitter account so if you have no idea what I'm talking about but I've found the intro to the mole and it is with Anderson Cooper it's the most bizarre show I don't even really remember the concept but like someone is like the mole kind of oh my yeah. god I remember this yes I remember but how did Anderson Cooper how, how did I not fucking know that <laughs> that's shocking do you want to hear something else that's shocking? I have some yes. tidbits for you. Okay. 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 One. Uh, actually, it's just one tidbit. But basically, <laughs> the first I'm, I'm... ever order placed on the internet was to Pizza Hut in 1994. And huh. quite frankly, I would also – like what a legacy if you were that person who placed that first order and then it was also your last order think about that like i think i kind of want my last order ever to be from pizza <laughs> like if i <laughs> when i die like i want that you know but imagine being that person that's actually really neat who ever ordered pizza hut on the internet and it was the last thing i ever did too that's hilarious and it's actually it crazy the, it's crazy to think how much that's evolved too yeah. Oh like, my god. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. So much. So much. So crazy. It's so crazy. But okay, so let's let's have the intellectual discussion quickly. What do we think? Has the internet made the world a better or worse place? All things considered. A better place. I would have to agree. I think so too. I just think like the way that we connect with other the opportunity to connect with others is so limitless almost um but that being said <laughs> i think we it, need it replaced a lot of normal social interaction but yeah i think the internet is this is like turning into huge passion talk now but i think the internet is an extremely valuable resource but we have to protect it like I, I sound like as if it's going extinct or, or something like that, but like if it gets into the wrong hands or the, the the wrong companies or governments are controlling it and censoring things, um, that can like we're in a lot of trouble if that happens. Yes. So. Yes. Um, yeah, well, here's another fun topic. fact for you. Another fun fact. <laughs> Keep <alert>. this light. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let I'm the record ready. show. Let the record show. In December 2018, uh, it was the first time 50% of the world's population is now connected to the internet. It's known as the 50-50 moment. So when was it? December 2018. So just a few months ago. Hmm. And 50% of the world. Because before it used to be this sort of thing like there's still a lot of countries and communities that don't have electricity mm -hmm. so let alone the internet um and here's another fun fact that goes along with the 50 50 moment uh, <laughs> <laughs> today 50 percent of the world's population is under the age of 30 this means that more of the world's population have been born into a world with the internet than not. So that's interesting. Sorry, more than half of the world's population is under 30? Yeah, which is like, you know what? That actually uh -oh. gives me hope about finding a husband. I'm like, that's that's what it is. I can't date men who are older than me anymore. It's just not a thing. My husband probably hasn't even been born yet. <laughs> if i'm gonna follow in the footsteps of queens like Cher, madonna and jennifer lopez 
they have taught me that my future boyfriend and husband just clearly is still finishing high school. <laughs> so I'm not going to worry about it. You're fine. I know. I can't, I can't compete with half of the world who is over 30. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I want to know what everyone else's first experiences were with the internet. Um, how do you use it now? Do you think, you know, it's, or, or do you think the world is better with or without the internet? Um, that's mm-hmm. a great question. Um, it's so fascinating. It's crazy to imagine a world without it. Like, just so yeah. bizarre and and one other thing too like i remember um growing up like when you know our our parents or grandparents would talk about like not having a phone or not having a, a television and yeah. just even that seems like oh wow like how could they not have that um and those are, are things that like like that seemed crazy but i can't even like mm-hmm. think about the world without internet but i can't think of like even the way we originally used the internet and that was you know, 20 years ago, like 20 years ago, we use it so differently than we do now. Um, And it'll be so interesting to see how we use it in the next uh, 10, 20 years from now. And it's changing very quickly. It it is. And I feel like the internet, basically, here's the history of the internet for me. It's like, one, my parents got a computer. I spent all of my days writing stories on a Microsoft Word document and putting like cool backgrounds like turquoise background, green, like a blue font and like writing a story about like skunks who became friends. Like that was what I did, (laughs) which is interesting because I'm in communications now, spent all of my afternoons writing stories on the computer. Okay. Then it's like, then it goes MSN messenger, emailing, MySpace, LimeWire, Facebook. Yes, LimeWire. Um, Skype. Remember when Skype became a thing and it just blew everybody's mind? Yeah. Okay. Then it was like uh, the iPod, digital music, MP3s, um, and then like podcasts, YouTube. YouTube changed everything. And Netflix, another Mm -hmm. huge, like, Mm -hmm. and now, now serving. (laughs) (laughs) because without the internet we couldn't record from two different locations and I couldn't work from home and you couldn't work from home and we wouldn't have this amazing platform to talk to everybody that's That's the history of the internet for everybody who was interested (laughs) interested in in case you were previously unaware (laughs) that's how the internet went yeah Jess actually you Um, invented it (laughs) you invented the internet I am Sir Thomas Lee or whatever his name is I'm just kidding. I honestly, do you know what I used to look up on the internet? What? I'm terrified now. What? I would look up like. I'm scared. It's it's so, it's so on brand. I would look up like leather skirts. Okay. Shoes. Coco Chanel, like trying to learn about all of these glamorous things on the internet and then like write them into my stories, write about animals, um, dream about becoming a magazine editor. Yeah. Did you ever have live journal? No, I did not. Or what was the other one that was live journal? It was like a blog. Yeah, it was like a blog and some other thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I used that for like a very short period of time and I thought it was Uh cool. So got uh-huh. an invite to it. Uh-huh. So weird. Um, but we want to know your thoughts. What are your earliest internet memories? What do you think of the internet? <laughs> That's a stupid question. Um, are you happy the internet's still here? Tweet us all your thoughts. We want to hear at Trey Posh, at Chris Craigman, at Now Serving PC, PC as in podcast. Um, but before we go, Jess, we have some huh. riddles to solve. <laughs> God damn it. So at the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> I gave three hints. Uh, it's a famous person. Uh, we identified that uh, they are male. Um, they have a daughter. They've never been married. And they claim to have never done drugs. You said Barack Obama. You Who else did you say before you realized they were male? 
I said Oprah Winfrey, Mindy Kaling, Barack Obama. My next guest is Jordan O'Neill. No, he's not a celebrity. <laughs> oh, a celebrity. Okay, then yeah. that answer doesn't count. Okay, um, you get three guesses. And then I'm going to reveal it. Have been married? A celebrity? Yeah. Is it an animal? Is it Shamu? God damn it. No, it's a, it's a, it's a person. <laughs> it's a, I, Honestly, the only celebrities that I care about, I've already talked about. If it's not Oprah Winfrey, then I don't know who the fuck it can be. Okay. Jesus. This is someone You're that... Me insane. Give me another hint. Um, uh, too vague. Too vague. Too vague? Okay. I'm actually worried, though. If I give another hint <laughs> then okay no i'll say this I, i'm worried because i think you know about this this person so i'm kind of i was being careful with these um oh. this person uh owns an island <gasps> the music's starting again. <laughs> this music <laughs> owns an island and I don't know if this happened near the island, but apparently they had a few near-death experiences, including a shark attack and a skydiving accident. Hmm. Oh, God. Uh, is it... Is it... We've talked uh, with this person on previous podcasts. What?! Well, you have. Who could it be? God damn it. I know who it is. Yeah. Who is it? God, I need a lifeline. Okay. They uh, won uh, Academy Award for Best Actor in 2016. Is it Leo? Yes. Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) He has a daughter? Apparently. What? You didn't know everything. What? (laughs) Is this like, this is news to you? Like, should we like. Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, my husband, has a daughter that I'm aware of. I can't believe this. Oh, my God. Of course. Do you want, do you want the tea on the daughter? Yes, So they he do. adopted her from an orphanage while shooting the movie Blood Diamond in South Africa. What? So, the- and it's although um, his daughter is not living with him, he sends a monthly check and talks to her regularly over the phone. What? I want to do some fact checking there. That seems a bit <laughs> odd, but what? It's Leo. Okay, yeah, that's what threw me off because obviously the only man I actually care about is Leo. <laughs> Duh. You could have just said it's male. I would say Leonardo DiCaprio. We you did identify that they were male early on. Check your receipts, okay? Check your receipts and don't come to me without fully accurate receipts in the future. You know what? It's on. I'm going to choose a celebrity for the next podcast I'm going to ensure I have the best celebrity you could ever imagine, and I will have the most amazing receipts to back it up, and I'm going to craft the best hints. You can see how this feels. As you may as you may be able to tell, I do not like to lose. So. I'm actually okay. getting worried about this. I'm like frantically like now fact-checking his daughter thing here. You know what? Does he not have... Does Leonardo DiCaprio have a daughter? Wait, it didn't do it. Siri... I'm sorry. Oh, God. See, technology just hasn't... Does Leonardo DiCaprio have a daughter? Okay. I found this on the web for does Leonardo DiCaprio have a daughter? Here, obviously, I'm just gonna check Wikipedia because we all know. So that's the I most didn't reliable. see anything on Wikipedia, so that is concerning. I'm going to ask uh, Google. Okay, Google, does Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> have a daughter? Here's what I found on the web. Okay, so we're going to have to post this on Twitter. <laughs> Follow at Chris Kregman at Trey Posh or now or at now serving PC. Once we have the receipts, I'll say this: if if I didn't say that fact that this person had a daughter, would have you guessed that it was Leonardo DiCaprio? Absolutely. 
You're just saying that. Absolutely, I would have. What were the hints? He says he... Hasn't done drugs. Um, he owns an island. Mm-hmm. And um, near-death experience. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. One... Uh, one uh, best actor in 2016 and yeah hasn't done drugs did i say that already yeah that's interesting hmm, hmm. well this is oh my god did you know that he dated emma bunton in 1997 that's baby spice yeah i had no idea wow maybe i don't know my man as well as i thought this is concerning although i can say confidently that he does not have a daughter so i based on what i've now looked up in this short period of time (laughs) i'm unfortunately gonna have to go back (laughs) and i actually i'm gonna have to continue the investigation but i would have to agree let the record show he does not have a daughter. So I will. I'm gonna say this on the record. I do take back what I said. I well, he does not have a daughter. I already lost. I already lost. You know what? Come at me, writer. Don't come at me at all. Next week, you're you actually have to find another celebrity for me to guess because I love the celebrity guess. Okay. Next week is I'm going to have I'm going to double triple check all my facts. Wikipedia, man. But Wikipedia, sometimes there's... Fine. (laughs) I know. I was being facetious. Like this whole other... You know what? I forgot to include Wikipedia in the history of the internet. You know what? We need to end this We need to end this right now. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Like I said, tweet at Trey Posh, at Chris Craigman, or at NowServingPC. We love to hear your feedback. And uh, yeah, any suggestions, any topic ideas, we love to hear them. That's all for this week. Thank you all so much for joining us. Bye for now. We want to hear from you. Visit us at NowServingPodcast.com. New podcasts are released weekly. Don't forget to subscribe.